The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hoop ballers, welcome back. To another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I'm your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. And this is a hoop-ball.com presentation. It's a very special presentation. It's a very special day, a national holiday in my books. And that is the beginning of March Madness. We had the first four yesterday, but today's the thick of it going to have a few different shows today I believe just going to kind of uh, intake and talk and digest and spit out and regurgitate basketball all day going to have picks going and flying into the wager pass all day so if you're not a part of the wager pass or premium crew or the discord family I would recommend going over to hoop-ball.com checking that out checking out the free content a primarily because it's great, but, you know, stick around for some of the premium stuff for a month or so. See how you like it. See how it treats you. 33 cents a day. We got about 10 handicappers on hand on the wager pass. Hootball 360, 1299 gets all of it for you. But, you know, we do have some great DFS pros. So if you just want some DFS tidbits, we have the DFS pass also. So check that out. Have some fun with us on this March Madness. Some of these games we talk about is going to overlay a little bit. We're recording this about 10:15 Central Standard. First game tips off at 11:15 Florida and Virginia Tech. But uh, before we get into all of the tidbits and the way that this show is going to break down, um, you know, like I said, it's a big show, and it's even bigger because we're going to be unveiling our new product uh you know it's not a product it's a person but uh for the first time we're gonna have fellow hoop baller blake on and he's gonna discuss some stuff with us and some picks and some college ball intake um first half i'm guessing we might hear some good nuggets about that since he's the king of that involving uh the hoop ball pickers so you know, if you're a part of the Discord family and the premium stuff, you know who Blake is. You hear him in the chats all the time and making picks. And, you know, he's put picks into the wager pass for us. And uh, really great fella out on the mountains, uh, out in Mountain West Conference territory. Um, so another added flavor to the handicapping services of hootball. So without further ado, I don't want to make him wait any longer. But I'm going to get Blake in here and we're going to get rolling on this bracket talk and it's going to be a fun show. Uh, he's at Blake Lawatch on Twitter, L-A-W-A-T-C-H. Um, Blake spelt normally. I don't think I've ever had Blake spelt differently or seen that. So uh, if you're weird like that, I don't know what to tell you. But anyways, Blake, buddy, thanks for coming on. I know we've been trying to make this happen for a while. We finished up that baseball preview article for all, all the MLB teams. And we're just, uh, we're trying to turn out some really great content together here. Yeah, man, I am stoked to be here. I'm stoked for the, uh, baseball article. 
uh, March Madness, and even the NIT. It's a, uh, I'm half stoked for the NIT as well. It's it's yeah. been good so far. The you know and the what I noticed about the 16 seeds and the lower seeds in this NCAA tournament is the quality of teams from this year to last year, the last couple of years have just been a lot better. And then with that being said, it's kind of synonymous that the NIT teams would be a little bit better and the draws were a little more competitive. So I really uh, have enjoyed some of these games. You know, the only true blowout was, you know, Davidson uh, and NC state, NC state controlling that game. But, you know, we've had some really good matchups within the NIT, seeing some great players like Bassey from Western Kentucky, uh, Charles Bassey. <clears throat> and um, on top of that, you know, layer that with the NCAA tournament. And we just – we have a college basketball fan's delight going on right now. Yeah, it's been awesome. I, I think the, the lower teams, especially in the NCAA tournament, are – it's awesome because they're – I think they're better than normal, like you said. But I think the one seeds aren't – as good you know the the blue bloods aren't quite as blue this year yeah and it makes it makes those you know minus 20 lines you know minus 25 or whatever they get to it makes those a little tougher it makes me want to back all the the underdogs but i, I can't quite do that <laughs> right right well i am on the side of a lot of dogs early in this tournament i've noticed um yeah I've, i'm i'm telling myself not to be quite yeah, as much yeah um, sometimes I, I don't know. I mean, I think this is a tournament that the underdogs could be barking. Um, you know, we've seen early success from underdogs winning in the conference tournament. So I'm not sure how much that might carry over or if it's parallel at all, but, um, you know, just something I was interested in, but, you know, there was a couple of games that started early, started first, um, there's one specific SEC team that you were looking to talk about. Um, I haven't formulated a big, big opinion on them. They're at 1145 and uh, Central Time. Sorry, y'all. So, you know, adjust accordingly. But uh, Colgate plus nine on the spread. 158 is the uh, opening number. It's all the way up to 162 now um, from what I'm seeing. This is going to be on True TV. And uh, if I remember right, this is the South – south part of the bracket and um yeah what, what's your take on this one Blake I know you said you had a play on it Colgate Arkansas Colgate is a team that I've enjoyed I've enjoyed backing them but you know when you get in the tournament it's just such a it's like a whole new season it's, it's hard to judge anything um I am backing Colgate in this one Arkansas they are just they were too good of a home team and there as a road team and i know this isn't road it's a neutral game obviously but you can kind of you can kind of split the difference but they were such a good home team and an away team they were actually fairly bad so i'm gonna go with i'm going with colgate here in this one first half of course because i have a brand to stick to but i'm going with colgate in the first half because they were actually better on the road than they were at home and they were great at both of them you know their their competition obviously was nothing compared to Arkansas's, but that big of a difference is just hard to ignore. Yeah. And, and I don't know if, you know, outside of LSU, I don't know if there are, if SEC was as good as it's been in the past. So you can't just quite throw that at them. Yeah. It's hard to um, just kind of throw conference stuff into context here within the, <clears throat> you know, the big, big bracket. And, um, 
you know, it's one of those things that you got to really be close minded, just really pay attention to um, with the just different swirls of styles of plays going on in this tournament. And, um, you know, just the up to minute players that could be out, especially being heightened with the COVID risks. Um, you know, I saw that Ohio State's going to be without one of their guys, at least within the first part of the tournament. I can't remember. Uh, Kyle Lou, uh, I want to say Lewis uh, was his last name, but nonetheless, they're going to be down, you know, their third uh, major guy. And that changed on a whim. So, you know, this is the stuff that we're going to have to take into account um, on top of uh, just the normal March Madness unfamiliarities uh, coming in with all these different kinds of teams. And, you know, I hinted at Virginia Tech and Florida being the first game, and I'll just r- do a rough ske- uh, scratch over of it. Um, it's a 10-7 matchup. I actually did submit a play into this on the wager pass. It's 11-15 tip. Got a total of 132 and a pick is the side. Um, You know, one thing I noticed is Florida is very efficient as an offense, but Virginia Tech could also create an influx of steals. Um, There's an uptick possibility for that, I believe, in this game. And then um, the number 14 and a half, that's, you know, the amount of opponent turnovers per game that Virginia Tech causes. So I think Florida could get flustered here. And the narrative that a lot of people are spinning within Twitter and radio um, about this Virginia Tech team is that they've had so many interruptions within their schedule and then they, uh, um, you know, had to have a lot of layovers and going into the ACC tournament and there's all these interruptions. And, you know, I'm not looking to spin that narrative any which way, but what remains is that they are going to have fresh and rested legs, in my opinion. Now, Florida didn't make it deep in the SEC tournament, so they'll be rested too. So maybe it's a moot point. But I think Virginia Tech's the better defensive team and at times the most or the more uh, efficient offensive team. So I'm looking for Virginia Tech to get some extra opportunities, maybe nine plus, 10 offensive rebounds on the game, on the glass. So uh, I like Virginia Tech as a pick, I think. And well, not I think, but I do because it's in the wager pass. So, spoiler alert. But that's my play on the first game today. And I'm excited to get this bracket rolling. Yeah, I like that play. I, I stared at that game for 10 minutes and I just couldn't make up my mind. Yeah, it truly is a coin flip. And, you know, I, I believe I even uh, typed that in um, into the you know, play and the write-up itself. Um, So, you know, that that's a really fun game to get us going. Then rolling into another SEC team with the Arkansas Colgate game. Um, And then, you know, we can talk about uh, a couple of these other games here real briefly, see if we have true opinions on those. And then, um, you know, this, this show, like I said, we're going to do little pockets of shows today. This show, we're going to try to get uh, probably up into the maybe 2.30 area. Uh, we just want to get your morning covered. We want to get some tidbits and nuggets going for you. Um, Texas Tech, Utah State, that's going to be a wager pass play. I'm not going to talk too heavy about it, but I do like these uh, defenses 
And I do like the players for both teams. You know, this is a great matchup. Mountain West, uh, Big 12. You know, Blake, you might have an opinion on this. Uh, 12.45 p.m. on TNT. Uh, at 11, ma- 11 seed versus 6 seed. And uh, I believe it's the Midwest part of the bracket. So, um, you have an opinion on this Mountain West Conference team? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yeah, I do. There. Utah State, they're they're very good when their guards play good and their guards shoot good. They the inside, you know, Nemius Keda, he's a you know he's he'll be in the NBA next year, and he's their big boy in the middle, and he's a he's just a monster in all the ways. And their guards, you know, they got Rolly Worcester back, and he's just he's he's like a, he's a glue guy, but he's more than that. And I, I believe he's back full time now. He was out for a couple of games, but he came back during conference play. And, you know, this Utah State team, they are really good defensively, but they also put up a lot of points. They, they have the ability to put up a lot of points when their guards are playing good. That's what scares me about the over-under. And I, I didn't make an official play. I am leaning towards uh, Utah State plus the points. Um, yeah, they, they, can, they can play good defense. And if their guards play well, they can put up a lot of points. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's something I was looking at. Uh, I was noticing how they spread out the production throughout four guys or so, and a lot of that uh, production came from guards. And, you know, one guard for Texas Tech they're going to have to stop is Max McClung. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's also um, the fact that, uh, you know, these teams just as – if you look at their defensive ratings, they are very impressive. You know, you got Chris Beard on one side – and you got um, another great – I can't remember who's coaching Utah State after uh, the previous coach left. So shame like, on me. But I can't think of his name either. He's very bald, though. Yes, yeah, very He's bald. He's as bald as they come. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll call him bald guy. I can't think of his name. Yeah, and if he gets this win, we'll figure out his name for future shows. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. But for right now, he's bald guy. Um, <laughs> you know, and – Again, a heavy influx of offensive rebounds, I believe, because both teams do it so well, and that's just built on effort and energy, and you see a lot of that through throughout these two teams. One player I want to throw out there is Santos Silva. Averages 8.5 points, 6.44 rebounds, and one block a game. He needs to have a big, big day for uh, Texas Tech. The big guys are – we talked about the guard play, but if Texas Tech is going to be able to – um pull off this game and win the matchup like the you know pros quote unquote and everyone thinks that they should um you know that's gonna have to happen um seeing as there's major down ticks in play for them in this game uh coming from this utah state defense so i want to talk to uh two number one seeds that are kind of within this uh pocket of games you know, Baylor at 2.30 Central Standard Time, we'll, we'll just kind of throw them in. I mean, obviously, Baylor, Illinois, we're going to look at them winning. But um, as far as covering these big spreads, you hinted at it at the top of the show, Blake, and good on you. 
Um, these are just, you know, more or less stayaways for me. I keep my eyes on them because A, it's March Madness, and B, I'm freaking excited. Um, and, you know, it's just – I do like this Hartford uh, team, you know, and, you know, uh, followed them a little bit with the MAAC play. So, you know, that's that's the glory about – handicapping small schools all year you don't think that these 16 seeds suck as bad as everyone else does and you got mm-hmm. uh, heartstring attachments to teams like drexel you know as you know being in oh, the yeah. discord like we went <laughs> on that drexel run you know so that was a that was a, that was a money making run dude it was like four or five in a row and it was easy they have a special place in my heart yes them uh austin p and a couple others you know yeah you were uh, big on austin p there for a while yeah, yeah, they they did fizzle out, but um, real quickly, uh, I want to talk this Oral Roberts Ohio State game, and then we'll toss it over to your Georgia Tech Loyola pick, and then we'll probably wrap this one up uh, with a little bit more rambling and dabbles in between all that. So, okay, Oral Roberts has a leading scorer in the country on their team. Ohio State, like I said, they're going to now be down that uh, key third piece that plays about twenty five minutes. I like. And it's already come down uh, already, but I already had Oral Roberts plus 16. It's come down to plus 15 in some spots. It opened at plus 17. Um, But Oral Roberts, um, this is a 2 p.m. CBS game, so I know what game I'm going to have. You know, Oral Roberts in Tulsa. This is an Oklahoma school, so uh, of course I got to watch this one. And Ohio State, really great team. Really great team. I think I got them going deep in just about every bracket. Um, but Oral Roberts and Ohio State, I think, are going to combine for a good amount of points. Uh, you've got really good three-point shooting from Oral Roberts. Ohio State can be, you know, beat on the perimeter. And if Oral Roberts gets going super quickly and super early, we could see, you know, 30 points real quick in the first half. Um, I'm just hoping that the glue they didn't lose too much glue out of the bottle uh for ohio state for um the production to dip too too much the guy they lost wasn't really a scorer but he definitely helped you know generate uh you know production and smooth offense so you know look for that to keep an eye out um and you know this is just an exciting game the leading scorer in the country in the tournament in the field of players you know he's uh abrams uh, Abrams, I think that's how his name is pronounced. A B R A M S, uh, some something weird like that. Abrams sounds right. Yeah, um, I know he just spells it a little different. It throws me off. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, kids dynamite. Ohio State's got some uh, great players also, um, and this could be an interesting matchup to watch. Could come down to uh, less than a double digit um, spread. You know, I think this double digit underdog oral roberts has a good chance of putting up some points yeah there's gonna be a truckload of points for in that game i and hope so <laughs> oral roberts it allows so many points on defense they're you know bottom 50 in points allowed on defense so even if ohio state is missing a guy or two they're gonna it's gonna be a high scoring game it's gonna be an nba game yeah um 215 matchup by the way two seed 15 seed matchup 2 p.m cbs tune in for a little bit if you guys want to um georgia tech Loyola, illinois chicago however you want to i don't know i know what is that they change it every time every time i look they have a different every every site is different yeah yeah (laughs) um 
it's like LHC. And I'm like, well, how the hell is there even an H in there? Uh, Georgia Tech, obviously, being down the ACC player of the year is huge. And we Mm -hmm. saw this line spike, and it instantly turned it away from me, turned it into a stay-away game just because it is such a huge injury. And, you know, that guy was going to be the only guy that was going to be able to uh, guard and defend Cameron Crutwig very effectively and then also be a bruiser and compete on the offensive side uh, against, you know, Crutwig and the rest of the Loyola defense. This is a huge loss. And it turned, like I said, it turned it into a stay away game for me. I know you have a play. Um, You know, the only reason I'm opinionated or picking this game is because I'm in brackets, you know, bracket pools. So um, it wasn't an eight, nine matchup. I was excited to pick just because it was going to be such a good matchup. But now without the uh, ACC player of the year, you know, it loses some of its pizzazz. Yeah, it loses a lot of pizzazz. And, you know, I first dug into this game, I saw the Lions. What in the world's going on? And then I saw, oh, of course. That makes a big difference. But I'm still playing it only because Loyola is one of the best teams. I used, I, one of my favorite stats is, um, you know, I'm first half kind of guy, obviously. And one of my favorite stats is first half margin of victory. And Loyola is seventh in the country at plus eight, 8.2. And, you know, Georgia Tech is still solid. They're plus a couple. I think they're plus 0.2 or something. But without Georgia Tech's leading score, and they already don't put up a lot of points to begin with, I, 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 I see them, you know, I see Loyola win in the first half, you know, 30 to 20 kind of score, an ugly score. And I just, you know, Loyola's doing even better during conference play than they were during the regular season. And Georgia Tech was slightly worse during conference play. So with the trends, all the angles, Moses Wright being out, I I have two plays on this actually. Got I got Loyola minus the points in the first half, and I got Georgia Tech. And I mean, I have the under, the under of a fifty-eight in the first half, which is is a low under, but I still think it goes under that. Yeah, if you've seen any of the first halves in the Loyola, I mean, it it they throw so many different defenses at their opponents that it takes a while for the opposing team to really lock in or find a set that works for them. And um, that's what I really like about this Loyola team. And I think they got a significant advantage boost by, um, and I think his name is Moses. Uh, the, I know his, Moses is either his first or his last. For Georgia Tech? Uh, yes. Yeah. They're the main guy that's out, but um, I've you lost know, they, you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, they definitely got a major, uh, advantage boost there uh and not having to match up against him but uh with the remaining games you know we're kind of at the point where we're in the late after or early afternoon but i want to save some of these matchups you know i'm interested in oregon state tennessee obviously some of these evening games are going to be fun uh, we talked Hartford, Baylor, obviously Liberty, Oklahoma State. I got to put my sweater on. Uh, Oklahoma State game uh, at 525. We got some decent evening games. You know, Cleveland State, Houston's going to be a bit of a uh, – I don't know how Cleveland State's going to score. But, 
we do have some really, really, really great matchups coming up. Um, I'm probably most excited for North Texas Purdue. Um, I'm really loving this North Texas side, but I won't spoil all of it. You know, gosh, Syracuse, San Diego State. There's so Moorhead State, West Virginia. We got so many great night games. So the, I think the third, fourth, what, how many ever I do? Fourth, third is going to be uh, a really fun one. Uh, not that this one wasn't, but uh, we're going to have so much basketball throughout our day, and it's going to be phenomenal. And I'm excited just thinking about it. Yeah, I'm stoked. I got. I got. I do have a, a lean on San Diego State. So I'm excited about that. I don't know if I'm going to make an official play yet, but that game's going to be fun. They're a fun team to watch. Well, and it's the, you know, team that shoots really well against a defense that defends the three-point, you know, really well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be the key matchup there. When when I first saw this game, I was all over Syracuse, and I, I was just Syracuse this, Syracuse that. But, you know, the more I look at it, you know, I... This San Diego State team, and we can do a little bit of a light brushing on it if you want, but the San Diego State team is really, uh, you know, there's a lot of continuity. Sure, they lost Malachi Flynn to the NBA, but, you know, he, uh, you know, that loss was expected, and they were built around, um, you know, a couple years of production, and the fact remains that there's a lot of continuity on the San Diego state team, the team that had the great run last year. Um, So don't sleep on the San Diego state team. They just got to get through a couple of tests. The draw was a little tough, but um, that defense is going to be tough to match up against in the uh, NCAA tournament. And uh, you being a mountain West guy, I'm sure you're familiar but um, I think they'll represent the conference well and get maybe one or two uh, two wins out of it. Yeah, San Diego State's been a, a thorn in my side for many a years now, and they're even getting better at football, which just upsets me as well. But, uh, you know, yeah, I think San Diego State, it, it's such a bummer. We didn't get to see them last year in the tournament. What a waste of opportunity. But, you know, they, they did miss – they were missing their beat earlier this year. But I, I think they're they're full go now. I don't think they're they're missing Malachi at all anymore. Obviously, you know Matt Mitchell is awesome. I think Jordan Shackley, I believe, is how you say his name. I think he's one of the top three point shooters in the country. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're they're just so solid all the way around defensively. They're just they they stop anything. They're it's very frustrating to watch from an opposing team. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um like you said early on they struggled and now I think with like you said, Miller stepping up, um, that's just huge. And I think they're going to be able to probably get rolling in this tournament and they're going to be resembling yeah, the locomotive. So, but, uh, well, Blake, you know, we got some basketball to continue to prep for and we got some stuff to watch. Most importantly, we got to get this stuff out to the fans and to the listeners. So on top of what we already got going on, um, we're going to be getting prepped for bait. I mean, we are prepped for baseball and we're going to continue this college basketball high volume stuff until April. Um, So listeners, like I said, at the top of the show, make sure that you get to hoop-ball.com. 
get signed up for, you know, the free and the premium stuff. Try us out, join the family for a month, see how you like it. Um, chances are we get you your money back within the first few hours that you're a part of the team. So um, we try to work quick and work effectively. Um, remember, you can find Blake and I on Twitter. Blake is at Blake Lawatch, L-A-W-A-T-C-H. And um, Blake, your official plays on this group of games that we talked about? Um, so far, yeah, I got three plays in the wager pass so far. Probably one more to go later. Go ahead and wrap this one out. We'll get more in for you. So let's do that. Don't forget the website, the promo codes, the following us, all the hoopla. I'm not going to dig into it too much on this. Goodbye. But use uh, those. Think of us. And um, we're thinking of you. Good vibes, good energies only. And we will catch you back here shortly. Let's watch some March Madness, baby. It's time. It is time. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.